Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our Great listeners out there, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru here at Strange Brew Coffee House in Starkville or at Brupolo over in Tupelo. Robbie, it would be weird if Brupolo was in French camp. Would be weird. Direct competition with the council house. Can't have that. No. So, wherever you are, shout out French to Brew Crowder, by the way, if we're going to do a... Uh, French cramp. Yeah, French brew is actually a thing, isn't it? Yes. Okay. So so that would work. Yeah. No, you're right. What about brew camp? That sounds like some kind of like camp for adults. It sounds like a place where you go to learn to make beer. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like yeah. that's where that's where the adults go for a weekend to yeah. learn how to brew. You learn about hops and yeast and, and pilsner and such. All right, yes. then. Well, wherever you are in our fine state or anywhere. You can get Strange Brew Coffee delivered right to your door. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com and place an order for shipping. It'll be there as quick as you can imagine. And, of course, whatever kind of coffee machine is sitting on your counter, they've got you taken care of at Strange Brew Coffee House. Father's Day is, uh, yeah, it's soon. I hope you guys made the right decision. I hope you guys told your significant other, told your children, go to College Corner and grab me some gear. Because if you didn't, well, enjoy the aftershave. That's all I'm going to say to you. You got to tell people what you want for Father's Day. You can't, you can't leave it to chance. So hopefully you did that. And if you did, you got some of the best and biggest selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi. They've got two locations to serve you at College Corner. They're in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco, Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant, Mexican fare. With Mississippi Roots, when you're looking for something different and something delicious, head over to Humble Taco. You know what? Maybe grab a seat indoors. I'm just going to say it's, it's hot now, Robbie. Robbie, now it's hot outside. Whew. But wherever you go there, grab a, grab a seat, grab a drink, grab some chips and salsa, and grab some tacos that you can't get anywhere else. Only, only at Humble Taco. Firehouse subs, that's where I'm going to send you for lunch today. Go pick up a sub. And do it with the Firehouse Subs app so that you can get a free sub next time you order. That's right. The reward points pile up when you use the Firehouse Subs app. they got locations to serve you in Columbus, Starkville. I don't know why I went Columbus first. Columbus, Starkville, Tupelo, Oxford, Floyd, Madison, Firehouse Subs. Bobby Falk, it is Rumblings Day. We've got some good questions today. Yeah, we, we've, had, we've had a pretty, pretty good you know, couple weeks here. I feel like. I feel like you're right. I feel like our, we, our, our, our listeners have stepped up their game. We've had some new people showing up here and there. So hopefully today we'll continue. We, we start the day off, though, with a, 
a very uh, reliable and uh, old school listener, Rob Hadaway. Just had a birthday. Happy belated birthday there, Rob. Reliable. He He's reliable. Right? A real gym rat. Like, like, like Mr. French. He's reliable. Uh, had MSU not played in the Outback Bowl in 2019, since the name just changed to the ReliaQuest Bowl, would the Outback Bowl have had to have continued in perpetuity? That's a good question. Yes. So it would have just been forever. Outback would have never had a chance to uh, avenge that wrong. Yeah. I don't have anything else to add. Okay. Well, then there you go. Uh, let's see here. You're not allowed to look up the correct answer to this question. What do you think ReliaQuest is? What products and services do they provide? I actually looked this up the day this happened. What is it like? Uh, <laughs> is it like, you know, some kind of search engine? No, it's or it, it's it's like I think it's like tax. cloud storage. Oh my god, something like that. I, I, I'm not. I, I you know I, I took a cursory glance at it, but I was well, just, we already have cloud storage. We need something for cloud storage. We need storage for cloud storage. Now we're actually going to look at. It. So what is ReliaQuest? Cross-platform data collection. We, I hate when they use stuff like that. Just just tell us exactly what it is. We believe security is a team sport. ReliaQuest empowers security teams to do more with less, but we don't just build technology and drop it on your doorstep by blending an open a cloud native open XDR platform with engineering, threat detection, threat analysis, and instant incident response capabilities. We operationalize. I don't think operationalize is your is a word. We're, we're trying too hard, guys. Your tool to empower your security team. This is a collaborative partnership. Together, we're committed to maturing your security program and achieving return on investment across your security investments. All right. They just looked up like what what are what are some tag words? Yeah, yeah. What like let's just and they just Why added they those all together. In a bowl? Uh, like I'm not interested in. I in see the Outback Bowl and like in my head I'm like, ooh, you know, Outback would be good. Maybe we should go to Outback tonight. But what am I watching this bowl and going, you know, my online presence isn't secure enough. Let me learn more about ReliaQuest. Oh, my gosh. I, you remember ReliaQuest? I'm, I'm not interested in ReliaQuest at all, especially after you read that description. I was yeah. gone after like two sentences. I'm you out. remember when, uh, when Matt Harvey was on the Dan Patrick show and what, we kept talking about Qualcomm? No. Oh, it's a great moment in sports talk radio. Basically, they have him on, right? And you know how this stuff goes. You do the interview, and then you're allowed to do your pitch, right? He refused to do the interview. He would only talk about Qualcomm. So he's just like, so Dan's just like, okay, well, whatever, dude. Just go ahead and make your pitch. So he, he rattles off all this stuff about Qualcomm. And then the next five minutes of the show is Dan Patrick and the guys just railing on Qualcomm. And I thought it, it's just so, like they got so much negative publicity that day. They think, man, we got one of the top because at that, at that time, Matt Harvey is one of the top pitchers in baseball. They're like, we got this guy. He's going to go in there and talk about our products. It's going to be great. Nope. Nope. It went the other Completely way. Completely buried. It's going to go the other way for them. Everybody's going to talk about, man, we miss Outback. We miss the Bloomin' Onion mascot. We miss all that stuff. Why? What is this terrible company? It's, it's a terrible investment for them. It's kind of like, you know, changing the, you know, TD Ameritrade Park, which that was 
it was it was a very catchy name and just part of it. I mean, you got used to it. The Charles Schwab. Mm-hmm. Like I, I don't want to feel like I'm going to you know uh, a benefit you know golf yeah event or something. Yeah, yeah I like you're right. You're right. All right. Hold on. This is a great question here from Rob. His last question. My nephew attended freshman orientation last week at Ole Miss and has signed up for an intro to Ole Miss course this fall. What subjects do you think will be covered in the class? Um, proper ascot tying. How to tuck your polo into your khaki shorts. Yeah, but like the, uh, untucked in the back. Yes. Right. Um, you know, proper the, quaff in your hair. The, the, the right ratio of Robitussin to ice in your drink. Uh, How to waste beer. Yeah. Where to get How the to, best chicken tenders in town. How to waste beer is it? That's graduate yes. level stuff there for them. Yes. All these are good choices. Uh, <laughs> how to how to, how to overhype Ole Miss? Literally everything. Yes. Snave asks us to rate our level of I, I believe this word is pronounced Schadenfreude. Watching Notre Dame defeat Tennessee in Knoxville. We were about to do our show. Like when we we're pretty happy. Yeah. You know, I'm just like. I can't decide if I was more happy to see the players and the coach upset over that or their fans, their trash fan base. It's, I couldn't it's close. I couldn't really get I couldn't really quantify which one I felt greater joy. I think over. it's the fans. I think it is too. Cause you know, I mean the players are just kind of like most most of those guys are not, you know, how they're perceived. But, you know, there's, there's like two or three of those guys that are just way over the top, and the rest of them are just really good baseball players and all that. The fans, the, all the fans that I've encountered have been just completely wretched. So those guys, like, you know, the ones that, that had like, a, you know, a picture of one of the players wearing the fur coat or something as their name and like, uh, you know, has some kind of – some kind of name with like ball fan 92 or something. Yes. Those are the people I'm really excited about. Uh, being upset. I agree. I agree with you. So, also, if you'd like to see this in, in uh, re- reaction for me, we, t- we tweeted a video from the Sports Talk Mississippi uh, Twitter feed earlier today that sort of describes this. Jeff Hart asked us, first off, Jeff Hart refers to himself as the king of hearts. <laughs> Take a step back, buddy. Well, he, it's not spelled the same. No, it is spelled the same. <clears throat> H-A-R-T-S or H-A-R-T. Oh, yeah, I guess now, it is. Now, granted, Jeff may be a, a distant cousin to the hitman that we don't know about, but, I mean, I'm just saying. Well. Uh, during last year's College World Series, Will Boyd was the star of the Spotify Green Room updates. What's he doing with his life, these things? I don't know. We haven't heard from Will Boyd since the Green Rooms. Well, I guess we'll get him back in action come, uh, come football season. I hope he's doing well, though. There's a lot of people that have just kind of fallen off the radar here. Especially like in the rumblings, I, I don't know where some of these people are. I mean, we made them mad. I don't know. I think you know the the way that we're doing this. It's very it's a very clean way. It's a very uh, it's very easy for us to navigate questions and all that stuff. But for some people, it can get it can get a little tough. Mm-hmm. It, only only the strong survive all of these recommendations that you. No, they're not even recommendations or commands. 
yes. you're giving people to ask these questions. That's a good thing that the strong have survived. Yeah. So uh, let's see here. Where are we? All right. Dalton Lee has our next question. Oh, what happened there? We don't want that. I uh, said he, the wife and he saw Top Gun Maverick and it was solid. Going to go see that this weekend. What are some of the best guy movies to ever exist? Well, the original Top Gun would certainly be one. Top Gun, Die, die Hard. Die Hard's a good choice. Predator. Yeah. Rambo. Um, yeah. I think yeah, Rocky I like is not a guy movie. Rocky's a movie that everybody can enjoy because it has the stories of redemption and everything. You know, it's mostly like war movies yeah. and... Um, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. No woman's ever like, honey... Why don't we get on the couch and watch Full Metal Jacket? Is, is Star Wars a guy movie? No, no. it's girls involved too. It's 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 the people who created it would tell you that it's a children's movie. It's not, but that's what they would tell you. It's designed to yeah. And the Marvel movies aren't either because no. there's there's like romance in those. There's, my daughters love those movies. Yeah. No, it's got to be a lot of blood. Maybe a flash of nudity. I don't know. And but the, the the main character needs to be somebody who's going to kill a lot of people. Yeah, that's how I would look at it. So. Yeah. Uh, also, he wants to know: Would you rock? Who would rock a mustache the best from current and past Thunder and Lightning hosts? And how much would it take for you to keep it for the summer, Robbie? For a hundred dollars, would you go down to the stash? Oh yeah. Until August. Yeah, I think so. Ooh, I can do that. Me and you both. Bob with a mustache would be hilarious to look at. Can he grow a mustache? I don't know if he could or not, but I'd be willing to let him try. Joel, he, he the, the blonde stash, I don't know. Yeah, and he, you know, he's got some patch patchiness in there patch. sometimes. I think I think Bob's like that too. Yeah, probably so. You and I are obviously the best bets for sure. I would I would definitely consider doing a mustache for 100 bucks. All right. Robbie, you're about to weigh in on a topic that that dominated my group text all week all weekend, ready? So okay. I don't know if you're keeping up with this LIV tour thing, right? This golf I don't thing. know. What is what can you explain to me what this is? It's a I golf don't, tour. I don't like tour. golf. It's a golf tour that's being paid for by the Saudi government, who of course are also in the business of beheading people. Yes. And among other things. Long story short, it's 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 not a good thing. But if you participate in one of their tournaments, there's no cut. So as long as you finish the tournament. And it's 54 holes. You get a check. This past week, the person who finished dead last got a check for $200,000. So it's kind of like the Happy Gilmore thing when he, when he wanted a check and all that stuff. He finished right, like 27th. Right. right. This guy won $200,000. So the question from my friend Brian McDuff Do you think that I could finish a golf tundra, tournament under the following conditions? I have to walk, but I, I'm a pro golfer, I'm not carrying my bag. You know, people will bring me water when I want to water. Can I can I do it? One round in London, England, the high is 80 degrees. Could I do it? Again, there is $120,000 on the line if I finish. This is just what 18 holes? Yes. Now the grant now I I told him <clears throat> the other stipulation would have to be I have to have unlimited golf balls. Or I'm just gonna putt every stroke. Yeah, I mean for $120,000, I mean mm-hmm. you're gonna be you're gonna you're gonna make Time to do that. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm going to do it. Three, could I do three rounds? So I got to, I got to, I got to go Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I got to play a round of golf. Again, one hundred twenty thousand dollars if I finish. 
Yeah. Yes. I don't think what about here any... in Starkville where the high is 96? Um, Tougher? One round? Yeah, I think you could do that. About three rounds. And three days, a round a day? Yeah. I mean, yeah. And again, this I mean, is golf, right? So I, I have time. I walk to my ball. <clears throat> have time to stop, take a drink of water, look at the distance, look at the yardage, hit the ball. Now I'm walking again. Yeah. I could do it. I mean, I think that's, I think, now, Grant, I think all I'm going to shoot. I'm going to shoot like 250. Oh, I mean, you're, you're, you're going to be awful. Yeah. But you're going I can to finish, finish. around. Yeah. Finish so, all right. I, I thought so. Thank you very much. I appreciate you believing in me. Some of my friends did. Is everybody else said you couldn't do it? Some said I could. Some said I couldn't. So, anyway, uh, Brian also wants to know if his niece, Elizabeth Keene, is going to the transfer portal. She's been very friendly with the other side lately, I got to say. With Ole Miss? I'm worried. More than her dad has gotten into her head. She going to Ole Miss? I'm just saying. She, she, no tweeted, way. Yes, she tweeted something the other day about like making a family trip to <clears throat> Omaha. Like, what? Why? No. What is happening here? What I'm saying we got to find out. You guys have not been a very good influence on her. I mean, I'm trying. You haven't made any kind of difference. I've done everything I can. All right. So, oh, let's see here. Rob Montgomery, his first question is yesterday's podcast, so we will uh, we'll skip that. If it is a 3-6 schedule model, which we're talking about yesterday, who would the other two be other than Ole Miss? Ross Dellinger wrote an article, and he put, the, his, he put some ideas in there, and I think you and I know Ross well enough to know that those were probably educated guesses. Well, did, didn't we talk about that the other yeah, day? He had state with Kentucky and Texas A&M. Yeah, I can see that. Any idea on how baseball will adjust the series? Yeah, the SEC released a, uh, a statement on that, didn't they? Um, I know they did men's uh, They did basketball. I don't know. Did they, did also they do did baseball? baseball? I'm pretty sure they did. Okay. And then uh, basketball is the same thing. You pl- I think they'll play two teams once and everybody else or, or twice and, or something like that. I'm not entirely sure. But they, they released the that did last release week. A statement on it. Yeah. So. Uh, let's see here. Reed James asks, who's your favorite TV commentator that you immediately connect with SEC football? It's Dave Neal from the Jefferson Pilot days for me. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a good one. Choice. Um, I mean, obviously, the CBS crew. Mm-hmm. Vern Lundquist, yeah. Uh, uh, I would Gary take Ron, Frank- Ron Franklin back in the day. Ron Franklin back in the day. Yeah. Um, um, d- Dave Neal... Dave Neal definitely is up there, you know, because Mississippi Dave. State, most of Mississippi State's games are on JP Sports, yeah, and the um, and and a lot of the iconic games are on mm-hmm. were, were on JC Sport, JP Sports. Mm-hmm. So, and Dave Neal was doing all those. So you had you know Dave Neal, and then Dave Baker was it Dave Baker? Yes, and who was the other one? Oh, three days. Who was the other one? <clears throat> it was D- Dave. Dave Buzz Baker was the uh, the uh, the sideline guy. Yes. Was it Dave Archer? Was that his name? Uh, Might have been. But uh, the the guy that was the constant was Dave Neal. Right. So that's that's who when I think of Mississippi State sports and Mississippi State football when I was a kid, it's the 11 a.m. JP Sports game. So. I'm older. It usually went bad for Mississippi State. Yes, but. I'm older than you. I remember when it was the 11 a.m. or 11:30 a.m. TBS game. 
Yes. And I remember Bob hearing about those. was the announcer for those. Yeah. Yeah. Old school stuff there. Like that. And then in, in basketball, it was uh, Dave Baker, I think, did basketball games. Did he, he did. Not? He did. Tim Brando so, and Jodine Jr. were the ones. Jodine Jr. Jodine Jr. and Dave. music in Starkville, Mississippi, Robbie. And there were some really fun games that he called. Oh, yeah. Back in the day. So, uh, Let's see here. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez asked, do you see any players from Ole Miss or, Mississippi or USM transferring to play baseball for MSU? Southern more likely than Ole Miss, for sure. Yeah. Especially as there's no way Bianco's going anywhere now. So that, if, that, that close yeah, if, anything where you're like, somebody might have been like, okay, new coach, I don't want to be here. Southern, I mean, their two starting pitchers would be in demand. Waldrop and Tanner Hall. Well, yeah, because and, and I mean, it's going to be as simple as, guys, we can get you some NIL money that you can't get in Hattiesburg. And I think State and Ole Miss would both be wise to go after them. So. State's still got some things to prove too here in the in the next few weeks in the portal. Yeah. They've got they've gotten some good guys, but they're they're going up against some big boys here. I mean, Tennessee is obviously showing that they're. They're serious about baseball, even though they just started following it last year. They're they're actually putting out a lot of money here in the transfer portal get to get players. State's gonna have to win some battles. They need to go. They need to get those guys like Paul Skeens from Air Force. I mean, they got to win battles against Arkansas and and Tennessee and people like that. that that's gonna be the difference in Mississippi State getting back to where they want to be and competing for Omaha next year and being in kind of a rebuild mode next year. So this is a big few weeks here for Mississippi State, and they've got – they had a head start on some people. So they got to start reeling in some guys here. And, you know, I mean, if Tanner Hall comes open in the portal, State's got to go all in and get him. got to go all guy. in and get him. Yeah, absolutely. I also asked if we've said Vicksburg yet in the Strange Brew ad. I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Uh, it's coming, though, at some point. Oh, at some point, for sure. Uh, Geek93 asks – if you could go back in time and see one wrestling match or event, what would it be? Uh, it would be either WrestleMania three, yep, Hulk and Andre, also Steamboat Savage. Yes, see that, match. or it would be uh, the WrestleMania match between The Rock and Hogan, just to be in that atmosphere. That's those are both good choices. I would add one more. I would add two more. Um, I would add uh, uh, Austin Hart. That, I guess is that WrestleMania? WrestleMania 13. 13, I believe. Yeah. And I would add the Bash at the Beach where Hogan joins the NWO. Oh, that would be outstanding. Especially to be in the crowd and know what's coming and be able to watch everybody lose yeah. their mind would be fantastic. Yeah. So. But yeah, it would be, you know, it would be some of those iconic moments, some like history-making moments. Yeah, I agree. All right, one more before we go to the break here from The Walking Bully. Do you agree on the whole that State has played better on the road than at home under Mike Leach? Well, two of uh, State's biggest wins last year were on the road. and Another one in, in year one, Dallas. Year one, the biggest win of the year was on the road. Um, I think part of that is that his first year, he didn't have any non-conference games. Otherwise, he would have had a couple more, a few more home wins that season for sure. Um, but I mean, and of course, you know, you look at last year. I know LSU wasn't what they are, what they were, but at the same time, it's LSU. You had to play them at home. You had to play Alabama at home last year. 
Also, your worst loss of the year was on the road last year in Memphis. So, no, yeah, but, I, mean, I they, will say no, they, I don't agree. Well, I don't know. I, it does seem like they've, they've had some really good games on the road, though. They have, but they've Arkansas actually, you know, last year was one of their better games of the year, and even yeah. though they lost the game, I mean they played really Kentucky well. Kentucky was composed. a good game at home for Mississippi State. North Carolina State was a good game at home last year. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any correlation there, it, it's, but it's not a big enough difference for me to. I feel like I'm splitting hairs, you know. Yeah. Also, from the Walking Bully, weirder facial expressions: men shaving their mustache slash chin area, or women putting on mascara. It's women putting on mascara. Yeah. Like pulling an eyeball out. It's like their mouths are like wide open. Like, what yeah. are you doing? Why is your mouth open? Like, yeah, why do you have to have your mouth open to put your uh, mascara on? Is there something to that? Like, like I'm touching my eyeball right now. I can keep my mouth shut. I don't know. It's kind of like, you know, what's the thing? Like, you can't, like, keep your eyes open when you sneeze or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I don't know. There's something to that, I guess. I don't know. All right, let's move on into the second half of the show. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council. We want to remind you that beef, it's what's for dinner. Head to the grocery store, head to the butcher shop this weekend and grab some steaks, grab some burgers, grab a big old brisket. Do what you like, but put some beef on the grill. Your family will thank you because nothing beats the sizzle of beef on the grill. If you're cooking out this weekend, make it beef. Beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. If you're not going to cook out, you want somebody to do the cooking for you, might I humbly suggest Two Brothers Smoked Meats. That's right. In the heart of the Cotton District, smoked southern soul food. The food is great. The people are great. It's a great atmosphere. Great spot to people watch. It's just awesome. It's just the best place in town for me. When you're talking about, when people ask me, hey, Brian, I'm coming to Starville. Where should I go? Two Brothers is always on top of my list, and it should be on the top of your list. Two. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Great products and great service. It's a promise that every business makes, but who really keeps it? Who really makes those promises? Well, why don't we look at the numbers? Why don't you tell me who's been in business for 47 years? Not a lot of places, right? Advantage Business Systems is one of those places, and it's because they take care of their customers. When you have a problem with your, with your technology, you don't want to have to be put on hold. You don't have to call a call center in God knows where. You don't want to have to you know, deal with an out-of-state contractor. You don't want to deal with those things. You want to talk to somebody here in Mississippi who can be there the same day in a lot of cases. They know it's important to get your business back up and running at Advantage Business Systems. They treat you like family, like the neighbors that you are. Their number is 601-362-9192, or you can visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems are – I'm sorry. Find out how Advantage Business Systems help your business – do business. Colton Watson says, would you have rather Ole Miss or Tennessee have gone to Omaha? I'm, I'm, I'm personally hurt a little that you had to ask. I mean, uh, it's Ole Miss for me. I, wait, what? Yeah. You would rather Ole Miss have gone? Yeah. Over Tennessee. I, I was, I'm, I'm so over Tennessee, man. Oh, okay. No, absolutely. I, I know. I know. Everybody's going to disagree with me, but I, I've been driven to the point of insanity over Tennessee. I hear you. I, no, I, I, no. They they deserve to go home in their own super regional. At least Ole Miss plays the game respectively. Oh my god! Y'all are hearing this? Are y'all hearing? I, this? I know. I know. I, I'm going to. Damn. I'm going to be against the grain on I this. Can't do that. I'm going to be against the grain on this, but I'm. I'm fully on the side of the baseball gods here 
and Tennessee deserved to, did not deserve to go to Omaha. But I know you're you're always going to side with Ole Miss getting the shaft. So I mean, I'm not I'm not going to argue with you. And everybody listening to this is probably going to be the same way. I, I'm shocked. I'm, I'm not going to lie. He I, also, I just can't. I, I just can't take anything else. I, I can't watch Tennessee again. I hear you. Uh, we already talked about recruiting. What if the unspeakable happens in Omaha? Well, the first thing I would do, Colton, is change the name of my Twitter account that says "Fan of National Champion." Just go ahead and get that out of the way. The unspeakable happens. It happens. They've been a, a good program for two decades. They've been building towards this. It'll be sort of surprising if this team that struggled so badly wins it when so many – they've had some fantastic teams through the years that didn't even get to Omaha. So that'll be something. But, I mean, that's probably about par for the course. Would anybody have said the 2021 team was the greatest team in MSU history prior to winning the national title? I don't think so. So if it happens, it happens. That if Ole Miss wins, it would be it would be awful at Mississippi State because you've just I mean that Mississippi State did win the national championship before Ole Miss, but then they come right behind them and do it uh, when Mississippi State has had the better program forever and has beaten Ole Miss since 2016 pretty easily. Uh, that would be that'd be tough. Yeah. All right, one more. Let's see here. We've got a bunch of random. Uh, mentions here i got a kick out of your tweet last night about the guy dipping at uh at oregon state yeah and everybody's like well there's rednecks everywhere it's still weird to see someone in the middle of oregon dipping it is weird it's just not like that's just not something that i I realize there's people in new york that listen to morgan wallen and dip and chew tobacco and stuff like that I, i realize that but at the same time it would be it would be pretty strange to go to, you know, Central Park and see somebody sitting on the bench, you know, dipping snuff in boots or something. I, I don't I don't disagree with you. Uh Brad Baxter asks, if state wins the governor's cup, is Ole Miss in Omaha right now? That's a really good question. I, I think the answer is no. I think that was like the last breath mm-hmm. for Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And they got that win, and it was kind of like a rejuvenation. Like, they yeah. fought back there. If if they fought in that game and State, like, beat them down, mm-hmm. they're probably done. I, and I don't even know it would have been a thing. I, I know what you're trying to say, of like, they might have just given up. I don't know that, I, that it couldn't have played out exactly the same way, but a third loss to MSU on the resume might have been too much. Yeah, they, they could have been. You have to think that in terms been. of Mississippi State was a sub-100 RPI team, right? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if I mean, we're, we're talking about state to, to South South Dakota State. I mean, and we're and we're talking about you know, Ole Miss was apparently I don't I don't know if it was ever confirmed. But apparently, they were the last team in. Yeah, they were close to it. And yeah. if that's the case, I mean, a couple of RPI points here could have been the difference. Yeah, and also, I mean, going to LSU like that, like. If they played that series like ten times, I don't know if they're going to sweep them every time. Right? You know, like yeah, that no, was kind no, of like sure. a kind of like a fluky, freaky weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they had Missouri, who was just awful. Um, and you know, they had some teams down the stretch that you know, were were winnable games there to to allow them to get in. But yeah, that that's a good question. That might have done them in the, the non conference because the non conference I think helped them because they were pretty good in the non conference. If they lose that game to Mississippi State, it might have been the difference. 
I agree. Also from Brad, how long will it take Texas to reach Omaha after they join the SEC? Not long. Maybe the first year. That's an elite baseball program. You're in, you're out. They're always going to be. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's going to be a little bit tougher on them in the SEC. It'll be a little tougher for sure, but they're still going to be a good team year in and year out. And when they get in the postseason and they're not having to play SEC teams, they're going to be fine. Uh, Alexandra Watson asks us, I made my child recreate a picture from eight years ago. She did it, but was quite annoyed and embarrassed. What have you done that has embarrassed your child? Your child is too young to be embarrassed. Yeah, she she's not there yet. So for me, it's it's gonna come though. It's, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm trying to. I, I just you know, I still call them sometimes by like their little the names I called them when they were little kids and stuff like that. Just just to just to get a reaction out of them. I, I don't know. Do, I don't do much in public. I try not to be the uh, try to be like like that. So that's your duty though. No, that's no what you're question. supposed to do. I mean, I just you know, I, I try I try not to to be that guy. You're supposed to embarrass your children. Look, if they do something that warrants embarrassing them, I will. But for the most part, they're good kids. <laughs> uh, she also asked us, does Alexandra, Mr. T's mohawk is very thick and full. Do you ever wonder if he'd like to grow it out and do away with his signature look? This is a good question. People who have a certain look, do you think they ever just get tired of it? Oh, yeah. Like, can I just, I, I it, can just go back to having a normal haircut? And, but you just can't. Nah. Mr. T is you, like that for life. You've gotten to this point. I mean, he's got to wear the chains. He's got to wear the sleeveless shirts. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's gotten got to this point. He's got, he's got to keep it rolling. Yeah. I don't see any way out of it for him. But, but yes, there are probably times where he just looks in the mirror. He goes, man, I'd like to just shave my head <laughs> and, and just start it. Because he's like in his, what, 60s, 70s at this point? He's got to be in his 60s for sure. Mr. T is 70 years old. He just turned 70 last month. Good for him. I'll never forget his speech at the Hall of Fame where he's thanking his mama. Mm-hmm. And he just thanked his mama for like 15 minutes. That's a good man. Uh, let's see here. 901 Stark Dog asked us, why is it so hard to avoid biting your lip or tongue in the exact same spot you have bitten it in once? It's a good question. It happens all the time. You bite your tongue. Yeah. Five minutes later, you bit it again. Yeah, I don't. I don't really know how that works, but there's a lot of truth to that. No, no question about it. So the the science behind it, though, Robbie and I, we are not familiar. We, we'd like to be, but we're just need not. to ask a dentist or someone. Yeah. Well, if you go to the Jackson Comic Con uh, next weekend, there is a dentist that's going to be there. The mayor of Knoxville. No, no. Uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Really? Yeah. So a real dentist is going to. That's be. random. Yeah. So this whole time I was, you know, Kane comes. That being said, Kane is going though. to be there. That's what I'm saying. Like, uh, so, like that. That was my first thought. Is you were going to be talking about Dr. Uh, Isaac Yankum, DDS? Yes. No. I didn't know Britt Baker was going to be there. No, she is going to be there. Does she need money that bad? I mean, when, know, I, when I think of Comic Con people, I think you know the people that are like kind of starving for attention, and she just, yeah, you know, a little extra money for you know, a few hours' work, not gonna hurt anybody. Just a random Comic Con for her and when the, she's at the top Anna of her Jane, game. Anna Jane will be there as well. Oh, so. good for them. Booker T was supposed to be there, but he canceled. Are you going to this? No, I'm not. I thought about going, but I'm not going. I've never been to one of those. Neither have I. 
my kids are going. So I wanted to go because do you know who Kevin Conroy is? Um, what's he in? He's the voice of Batman in uh, the animated series and the Arkham games and all that. Oh, so he's going to be there. That's cool. Yeah, I, I thought about going to see him, but yeah. All right, Will from Bunker Hill asked us in the movie The Rundown. The quarterback at the beginning of the movie is from Mississippi State. If you replace Wayne Madkin with Brian Natmiller, a throws like far first round quarterback, what do the state's 2000 and 2001 seasons look like? You got to remember, 2000, that team was pretty good offensively. They just weren't as good as they were defensively the year before. You know, Who won the SEC in 2000? Florida. The, 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 the team the state ran off the field. The, the SEC championship game was two teams that state beat, Florida and Auburn. Wow. So I don't know that it looks totally different. And then 01, by that point, all the poison had set in from all those JUCO guys. Yeah. I don't, know that it, I don't really know that it looks totally different, to be honest with you. So in 2000, state lost to uh, Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. And- LSU. LSU, South, they lose in South Carolina that year. South Carolina on that crazy play at the end. And uh, they lost uh, to, um, oh, there's one more loss. And I can't remember it. Arkansas. That crazy yeah. old game, remember? Yes. Yeah. So that was the, that was, um, the game that sleeted. It sleeted and State had an extra point blocked at the end. That also, was that an overtime they lost that game? Yes. Yes, Pig Prather got hurt in that game. It's an awful day. Wow. So. Yeah, I set out in that. That was that was probably some of the worst conditions I've ever set in the game. Okay. Uh, Brogan Fairchild wants to know, do you regularly order any off-menu items at a restaurant? The old grill used to make an off-menu hamburger club that was so good. I, 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 don't. I don't. I don't know anything about these off-menu items. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to add, like yeah. – yeah. Ask or you gotta know somebody. Like yeah. if, if there was one at two brothers, battle would tell us. Yes. You'd be like, hey, you guys need to see if you can you can do this. So if you got an off menu item, I'm interested to, uh, to know about it. Please let us know. Uh he also wants to know does Brogan Fairchild of the four major sports, which player will be the most improved next year? My money is on Charlotte Cole. Well, I don't know about that one. She she her role should reduce, you would think this upcoming year. Yeah, I'm interested to see how all that goes. But, I mean, I think she's definitely going to be pushing for number two um, center. Okay. I think it's going to be tough to keep her off the floor behind Jessica Carter. Oh, she'll have some, some minutes. Um, but it won't be what she was last year. where she, she was starting games last year. I feel like it's going to be somebody on the baseball team. That's probably a good choice. Somebody like Maybe Aaron like Aaron Downs or Slate All. Yeah. One of those two, or a pitcher like emerges. Pico Con could be, yeah. or you know, some maybe it's probably going to be some freshman. Well, that that's, that's you can't say they're improved then. No, I'm saying freshman to sophomore, oh, okay, freshman okay. from this year. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. Football, there's nobody standing out to me that's like going to take a huge step this year. So. Yeah, no, nobody that nobody that I think you know offhand. Yeah. Uh, Ford Polk, was Alabama actually serious about hiring Croom in 2003? What happens if Croom goes there instead? Is the entire football landscape different? So I think that it is. Because when you look at Shula's tenure at Alabama, 
I think it was his, was it his second year they won 10 games? I think that's right. Let me let me double check. You know, a, a, a better question is what if they would have hired Rich Rodriguez? That yeah, if that, that could have happened as well. So Shula's first year is was 03, is that right? Yeah, he was hired he was hired the year well, it was oh he was hired the year Kroom was hired here, right? No, he was a year ahead of, of Kroom. Shula was there in 2000. Oh, okay. Okay. So he's there in 03. And then 04, they're six and six. And then in 05, they're 10 and two. He gets fired after 06, right? When they go six and seven. I don't think Kroom goes 10 and two in 05. And so Alabama fires him there. The problem is Saban at that point is nine and seven in his first year with the Dolphins. He's in his first year with the Dolphins. He's not walking away. He's not walking away after year one when he's had a winning record. So they don't hire Saban. So I think that's what happens there. Because I don't think Kroon would have been successful regardless of where he was. No. I don't know how serious they were about him either. Well, here's what I always you know. A lot of that would, could have just been – I mean, it, he – the only thing I know is he was upset that he was – Looked over by Alabama. I think they, I think they, they brought him in because he was an alum. Courtesy interview. I think because he was a minority, they decided to do that. But here's what I always come back to: they interviewed him and Mike Shula, and decided to hire Mike Shula. How good a coach could he have been? How good a candidate yeah. could he have really been that Mike Shula beat you out for the job? That's Which like, is crazy, you know, when you think about Alabama now. I mean, they can hire just about anybody they want at this point. Yeah. And a lot of that's because of Saban, but that was still a, a place with a lot of resources back then. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's just kind of weird that they had, you know, Mike DuBose and um, who was the guy? Mike Price. Mike Price, who never got, coached a game. These guys are uh, Dennis Franchoni. Wasn't he a coach there? Like, wh- like who? what are you doing? Like, they, they went through a string of terrible hires. They, they couldn't find – very many good coaches after, after Bear Stallings Bryant. left. They went Dubose, uh, Francione, Mike Price, Mike Shula. Just so this is why we talk about Alabama and we say, like, when Saban leaves, it's going to normalize because there's yeah. only one Saban. It'll go back eventually, it'll go back to to where it was, which I don't think they're going to be going still not nine that bad. anytime soon. But well, they think- still weren't that bad, they were still a good team at times but yeah you're gonna see alabama have teams where they go nine and three yeah and they're just reasonable Um, you know because this is going to be the same this is they're going to get stuck in the same rut i think as they did after bear bryant gene stallings was very successful right but i mean he he was very good he wasn't their first choice though but they had Ray perkins and then they had yeah uh uh, bill curry yeah yeah you're right but you know that it's very difficult to follow up the king Never want to be the guy that follows the guy. You know, and, the, you know, it's Mississippi State has seen that with when Vic Schaefer left. I mean, he was basically – I mean, I'm not comparing him to Bear Bryant, but he, he was to Mississippi State women's basketball like that. Yeah. He didn't win any national championships, but, you know, he took Mississippi State to different heights. Right. And they were an elite program under him. They have not been able to return to that. Right. So, you know, it's, it's very difficult. It is. All right. Uh, where are we here? Josh Watson asked, rank our favorite fairy tales, the Tennessee baseball dynasty, Grove tailgating supremacy, 
Alabama recruiting legitimacy or Cinderella? Cinderella is a great fairy tale. <laughs> um, Tennessee's – Vitello used the word dynasty the other day. Like, you have to win something, a so national you, title to be a dynasty. I mean, do you, understand, do you understand – Do you can you at least see where I'm coming from, why I wanted Tennessee I to lose? I get it. No, I, I get it. I, I, I mean, just it's, it's just the it's, – it's the worst of the two, in my opinion. I, so, I just I, – I can't have them – we none of us can have them winning anything of relevance outside of the SEC championship. Like we just can't. It just can't happen. Alabama recruiting legitimacy is a good one too. I mean, that's probably up there. That's that's probably up there with Tennessee baseball because, okay, the Grove tailgating is severely overblown, mm-hmm. but it still attracts a large amount of people from around the country every year. Right. So I mean. It's still one of the, you know, more attractive tailgating scenes. As much as that hurts for some people, the food might be cold. Might be cold chicken tenders. It might be cold pizza. Whatever. Yeah. There's still a lot of uh, a lot of action around the Grove on Saturdays. So there's at least something to that. The other two, I mean, I would say Tennessee baseball is is at the top of the list here mm-hmm. because they've done nothing but win an SEC championship. Uh, and then Alabama recruiting legitimacy, I think that there, you have to at least consider that the fact that Nick Saban develops players and puts them in the NFL and isn't one of the best recruiters of all time has more to do than just paying players. So I would put, you know, that would put that towards the bottom, probably last. I agree. All right. And the uh, Grove would probably be second. Okay. Trotter Flynn asked us, with the recent peanut butter recall, it begs the question, why do food recalls only happen with top-shelf brands? Jif, Bluebell, et cetera. Why do, do recalls ever happen for inferior brands? I'm sure there are recalls for, like, the great value and equate brand stuff. Yeah. I don't, I, don't know, I don't know how to track that. You know, every now and then I'll see somebody say that, you know, they're, like, they're recalling lettuce or, um, the peanut butter thing I saw the other day. I I don't know how to how to track those to to see if there's any kind of correlation there. Yeah, looking here, I'm trying to see. Like Walmart has a a page here where you can see what products have been recalled, and nothing. No, there's nothing on here about their own products. So I don't know. I find it hard to believe Walmart has a higher standard of compliance. Than the other companies, but maybe that is the case. Maybe that. Yeah. Uh, John Burnett of the eight. Who do you think wins the College World Series? And since State isn't there, who would you rather win? Well, I'll be honest with you, John. I could care less who wins, as long as it's not one team. There's one team I care. I don't want them to win. Everybody else don't care. Arkansas wins. Texas wins. Oklahoma wins. Stanford don't care. This is a really like this is kind of like a wide open. It's very much so. I don't know who's going to win. You know, Texas A&M and Ole Miss pretty much ran through their regionals and super regionals. Mm-hmm. Neither one of them lost. So those two are two of the hottest teams in the country, probably the hottest. Mm-hmm. Um, it really boils down a lot of times to the pitching. Who has the best pitching? I feel like Arkansas is my sleeper team. Arkansas is a team that when they lost the SEC tournament, strangely enough, I I thought they're about to go on a run. 
Mm-hmm. The teams that bow out of the SEC tournament early are the ones that usually make the, the biggest runs. Mm-hmm. We saw that at Mississippi State last year. You saw what Arkansas has Arkansas has some Mississippi State 2021 vibes for me. I'm I'm starting to feel a little bit of what I felt last year with Mississippi State with that team. So I, I could see that I could see them making a run and being the uh, the champs. And they got the pitching too. They got some guys that are that are really pitching it well. Ole Miss is pitching it well. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I just don't – I don't know what Ole Miss is going to do the third time. You know, like when, when they get through their first two starters if and then they had to burn through a couple of bullpen guys, I don't know what they're going to do in game three. Like if Derek right. Diamond goes out there, I think anybody has a chance to beat them. I agree. Um, and beyond that, I mean, it's so spread out, though. Like if they can make – if they can win those first three games and get to the championship, they're in good shape. But they're, they're going to be in trouble beyond Hunter Elliott and – uh, Delucia, I think. I agree. I agree. Uh, last couple questions here. This one's from the Saw Man. Like y'all, I grew up watching wrestling, but stopped watching in high school. I've heard your explanation of how you can still watch knowing it's fake. And I respect that. But was there ever a point when you thought, I just can't do it anymore? The whole it's fake thing is just like, it's just a TV show, guys. I don't think that Jerry Seinfeld, you know, really went to that cafe every day either. That's, I, don't, I don't think that. So, I don't. I don't, I don't think that that Brian Cranston sells meth. That that's kind of been my thing. Like I've I've always used like Game of Thrones. Like, yeah. do you believe that dragons are real? Yeah. Um, that's you it. Know, like that's. I mean, we we know going in, this is entertainment. We are oh. being entertained by it. But I so during college, I stopped. Mm-hmm. I thought it was stupid. I had stopped watching completely. I turned my attention to girls. And I got engaged, and I got back into it. If if I had been watching wrestling and been in in a relationship, I don't know if this would have worked. But it, but at that point, I'd given my wife, my fiance, a ring, and we had set the date, so it was over with. There you but go. yeah, I I got back into it. With won the Kyle. race. Take off the uniform. Yeah, well, it's it's kind of like getting fat. Yeah. Like I like I can put on weight now because it costs too much money to get divorced. So my wife's not going to leave me. I know that. But I got back. <laughs> I got back into it with Kyle Niblett because Nibbler was was at Mississippi State. And I was in media relations. Mm-hmm. My friend Tyson Rogers. I don't know if you remember him. He was in media relations. They just kept talking about it and talking about you know this angle that was going on. They had uh, the Rock and Cena. We're going to fight at WrestleMania. And I was like, dang, that sounds pretty cool. So I went to Royal Rumble to watch. Uh, I went to Nibblers to watch Royal Rumble. And I just kept going back to his house for pay-per-views. And I just got sucked back in, man. Yeah. I so mean, for me, two I was, or three shows, you're right back in it. I was out for a while, like at the peak of the Cena time. I just I couldn't take Cena. And then, you know, which is funny. Now I think Cena is great. Yes. But. I just got out for a while, and then when I, I, I would watch WrestleMania or watch a Royal Rumble, and I would try to get back in, but it was just so bad. The storytelling was so bad. I was like, it's just not enjoyable. AEW is what brought me back in. I enjoy AEW. I enjoy the product, and so now I'm back to, to where I was. All right. AEW is, is, is as close to probably like the Attitude Era yeah. as we've been since the Attitude Era. There you go. All right. Uh, that's it for today. Tomorrow's show, Michael Borky will join us or join me, I guess. We will preview the Egg Bowl again. We will try that again. I feel like that'll be a better interview. 
And Robbie and I will talk a little bit more about it. Um, probably some recruit, maybe some recruiting stuff to talk about tomorrow. And then on Friday's show, don't forget, I'll be talking with MSU Athletic Director John Cohen. We'll be talking facilities, schedules, a bunch of other stuff on my mind that we'll get with the, uh, the top dog on Friday. Guys, have a great Wednesday. Robbie and I will be back with you on Thursday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.